The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, thou will not despise. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God. And we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my way unto whom I swear my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Psalms 14 and 16 on pages 356 and 357. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt and become abominable in their doings. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. The Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men, to see if there were any that would understand and seek after God. But they are all gone out of the way. They are all together become abominable. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. Have they no knowledge that they are all such workers of mischief, eating up my people as it were bread, and call not upon the Lord? There was they brought in great fear, even where no fear was, for God is in the generation of the righteous. As for you, ye have made a mock at the counsel of the poor, because he putteth his trust in the Lord. Who shall give salvation unto Israel out of Sion? When the Lord turneth the captivity of his people, then shall Jacob rejoice, and Israel be glad. Preserve me, O God, for in thee have I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, Thou art my God, I have no good like unto thee. All my delight is upon the saints that are in the earth, and upon such as excel in virtue. But they that run after another god shall have great trouble. Their drink offerings of blood will I not offer, neither make mention of their names within my lips. The Lord himself is the portion of mine inheritance, and of my cup thou shalt maintain my lot. The lot has fallen unto me in a fair ground, yea, I have a goodly heritage. I will thank the Lord for giving me warning. My rains also chasten me in the night season. I have set the Lord alway before me, for he is on my right hand, therefore I shall not fall. Wherefore my heart is glad, and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. For why, thou shalt not leave my soul in hell, neither shalt thou suffer thy holy one to see corruption. Thou shalt show me the path of life, in thy presence is the fullness of joy. 
and at thy right hand there is pleasure forevermore. Here beginneth the 14th chapter of the book of Job. Man who is born of woman is of few days and full of trouble. He comes forth like a flower and fades away. He flees like a shadow and does not continue. And do you open your eyes on such a one and bring me to judgment with yourself? Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? No one. Since his days are determined, the number of his months is with you. You have appointed his limits so that he cannot pass. Look away from him that he may rest till like a hired man he finishes his day. For there is hope for a tree if it is cut down that it will sprout again and that its tender shoots will not cease. Though its root may grow old in the earth and its stump may die in the ground, yet at the scent of water it will bud and bring forth branches like a plant. But a man dies and is laid away. Indeed, he breathes his last. And where is he? As water disappears from the sea and a river becomes parched and dried up, so man lies down and does not rise. For the heavens are no more. They will not awake nor be roused from their sleep. Oh, that you would hide me in the grave, that you would conceal me until your wrath is past, that you would appoint me a set time and remember me. If a man dies, shall he live again? All the days of my hard service I will wait till my change comes. Here and at the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above thou forever. Here beginneth the fourth chapter of the book of Hebrews. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. For we who have believed do enter that rest, as he said. So I swore in my wrath they should not enter my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he has spoken in a certain place of the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this place, they shall not enter my rest. Since therefore it remains that some must enter in, and those to whom it was first preached did not enter because of disobedience, again he designates a certain day, saying in David, Today, after such a long time, as it has been said, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, then he would not afterward have spoken of another day. There remains therefore a rest for the people of God. For he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works, as God did from his. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest, lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. For the word of God is living and powerful, 
and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you and with thy spirit let us pray our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, O Lord, that as we are baptized into the death of thy blessed Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, so by continual mortifying our corrupt affections, we may be buried with them and that through the grave and gate of death we may pass to our joyful resurrection. 
for his merits who died and was buried and rose again for us. The same thy son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about today's lessons. We have here with our, our Old Testament lesson and our, our New Testament epistle in also in connection with our epistle from um, yesterday's Monday, Thursday service, a building out and an, and an explanation and a vision of why Jesus had to come in, in the form of man. So we see here in our Job here, the weakness and futility of humanity itself, that humans are a, a corrupted creature. We have not been, we have fallen away from what we are supposed to be. And our time is limited. We are always a in the process of dying constantly and everything is leading towards death and our embrace of sin is essentially uh, a capitulation to that fact where we are embracing what takes us away from everlasting life and always draws us closer to our deaths it is this world is a, a decaying world, and so the embrace of sin is, is a worship of the world itself. And so we see that God tried to work with us in, in dealing with the, the problem of sin by instituting the, the office of priests who would offer up the sacrifices of the people to God as an offering, as a symbol of them giving themselves over to God. But as the author of Hebrews talked about last night, this could never wipe away our sinful natures because these, this offering had to occur year after year, decade after decade, century after century, men and women would offer up their the sacrifice to God to, to wipe away the their sin, but then they would have to do it over and over again. They were always having to come back. So there was something inside that wasn't being changed. And so Jesus comes in the form of man to, to redeem humanity itself, to show that it is possible with the grace of God to overcome our sinful natures and not not only through the works of our own efforts to not sin but in essence 
to not be sinful itself, to not have that desire, to not have that that weakness to fall into sin, to always focus on the good and to become goodness itself as he is. And so he becomes the our high priest when the priest at the altar now in the Christian faith is not the same as the priest in the, the, the old temple. The priest is not offering new sacrifices for the people. He is standing in the person of Christ and rememorializing that one sacrifice that Jesus offered on the cross. He is standing in, in, in the person of Christ and reenacting that one sacrifice. It is a participation in that one sacrifice that Jesus offered himself fully on the cross that all the old sacrifices pointed to but always fell short of. They were symbolic in a way that Jesus is not symbolic. He is a sacrament. He is the truth of the, the ultimate sacrifice being willing not because he himself is sinful but because he takes on all our sins as the old sacrifices took on our sins but this isn't just a a, a symbol of our our repentance it becomes true repentance in christ because he repents for us in the the his offering so he be unites God and man in as the the true high priest that we can go to and as we are baptized into him and we allow him to work in us we don't overcome sin now by our own efforts it doesn't have to be a constant struggle we can take in and allow him to work in us so that we become new creations new people it have new life in him in our baptism and strengthened through our participation in the eucharist and so it's a, a good time to reflect on that that as we enter into the easter season and once again start to celebrate as we take our own flaws and problems to Jesus and allow him to work in our weaknesses, we can become holy. We can be set apart and not have to be controlled and consumed by our sins. We can leave those things behind. So just some thoughts about today's lessons. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit in the bond of peace and righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate.
that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their sovereign necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation,